You're listening to Interested in Everything. This is my random little chat I had really kind of with myself today talking about, well, what it's really like being visually impaired and having a long cane and those kind of things. So, enjoy. Hi then, good afternoon, welcome, here we are. (laughs) You joined just me on my own (laughs) in the... Uh, pub garden of the artilleryman and it's Saturday it's 8th of October um, I was just going to do a real quick kind of chat really I was thinking about oh can you hear those birds <laughs> it's so distracting so, I'm so much like a squirrel yeah. oh something shiny um, but yes I was just going to do a quick chat about um, what it's been like using my long cane over the last kind of few months and this may kind of like divert a bit into um, kind of visual impairment stuff in general. Uh, but yeah, so okay. Um, <laughs> as most of you will know, I don't see very well. Um, I have an eye condition, which used to be, it used to have a great name. It used to be called retrolental fibroplasia, which is just fantastic. Uh, it's now called retinopathy of prematurity, or ROP. Um, so that's that, and premature, lack of oxygen, blood vessels bursting, stuff, 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 visually impaired. So, so that was that really. Um, and I must say that kind of for a long time I always thought, I, I, well this is it, I didn't think, I, I didn't think about being um, blind or visually impaired, it kind of didn't really cross my mind, and I would just go and do stuff and um, live my life, and the only time when it really kind of bugged me at all was at tube stations where I just couldn't see the little signs either on the side of the train or on the actual boards so kind of I had no idea what tube was about to arrive and then in the, in the olden days the tubes didn't used to talk and so kind of like you just couldn't tell so you just have to jump on potluck and <laughs> see where you went um but yes um things have changed I've got a phone now so I can see all the all the signs a lot better um and a lot of the trains now talk so it's it's all good <laughs> but the point is here I didn't need to think about it but and have I told you this before? I don't know kind of what I've told you and what I haven't, but kind of um, in October 2019, oh, 20, no, 2020, October 2020, um, well, at the beginning of the year, 2020, I noticed some strange things going on with my sight. And I, I only have sight in my left eye, so kind of, um, it's kind of, <laughs> it's quite easy to tell, well, it's quite easy-ish to tell um, when things are not the same. Um, and I kind of could see that there was a funny thing going on. So, at the yeah, yes. So I got finally to go to see an actual proper um, doctor at the hospital uh, in October, and they said to me, "Oh, because I thought I went to a to an optician beforehand, and they said, oh, it's it's cataract. Um, you uh, you know your retina looks like it's fine." And that's that. And I was like, oh, that's fine, good. Um, yes, went to the hospital, and the hospital said, oh, you know, you, yes, you have got a cataract, but also um, you, you, we were really worried about your retina, which is basically like half, it's, it's already half off. We want to do surgery like yesterday, please. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, and so um, I had surgery in Moorfields on the, the day, literally the day after, the, the morning after I was at Culture Hospital, I was at, I was at 7am in, uh, in London at Moorfields and had the operation that day. Um, and I kind of stupidly thought, oh, well, I'll be back at work 
you know, I think the operation was on Thursday. I thought, I thought we'd be back at work on Monday. That, that's fine. Um, but what ha- what actually happened was I went home again, thinking this is fine. I'll be back in whatever. Uh, but over the weekend, kind of just my sight kind of felt like it got even even worse. Um, and on Monday morning, I was like, I really am struggling to see here. And so I phoned. <laughs> well, I phoned. I, I don't know. I phoned everybody. I, I phoned Matt and Amy. And then Amy phoned my mum, and then my mum turned up in a panic and took me up uh, to Coach Hospital again. Um, where, they <laughs> where they where they gave me an injection into my eyeball. That happened. It, it, it was the, it was, in fact, they gave me two injections into my eyeballs, and so they were actually the, the, third, the, the second and third injections into my eyeball in, kind of the, in the space of a week because I had to have anaesthetic to have the operation. So that was another injection into my eyeball. So, so yeah, during that week, I had three injections into my eyeball. And I'm, I must say to you that in, having injections into your eyeball really, really isn't that pleasant. Um, <laughs> but, but actually, the, the surgery itself was actually fine and kind of, you know, didn't, you know, it, it, it was concerning. To, ha- to have something done under local anaesthetic um, and done like literally right in your face kind of there's no way you can't you can't kind of screw your eyes up and curl up and just you know kind of ignore it happening because kind of it's it's literally on your like as part of your face and th- that was I think the, the thing which I was so disconcerted about about the actual surgery was the kind of like, it's you know, there's no shying away from it. There's, there's no kind of there's no kind of protection against it there's, there's no shying away from it um, and that, that's why I had the, the surgery done up at Moorfields because uh, they could have done the surgery here at Colchester um, but only under local anaesthetic and I thought that sounds bloody awful no no thank you um, but as it turned out in the morning of the operation they asked me kind of why why I was at Moorfields and I said well because you guys do general and that would be good and they said well kind of we'd prefer to do 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 it to you under local and I was like oh I'm only here because and then they said well we can do kind of like it's called deep sedation where they kind of like knock you out with some stuff and at the time I thought oh that, that'll be cool you know I'll, I'll, I'll basically be unconscious anyway, and you know that'll be, that'll be cool but actually what happened was when I went into the operating theatre uh I sort of went in and go, hey guys, yeah, okay, let, let's get this done. Let, you know, g- give me the drugs and we can, you know, you know, you can knock me out and then you can do whatever you like. Great. Uh, but what actually happened was that they said, no, no, um, you have to, um, you have to have the anaesthetic first to kind of check that works, and then we'll give you the drugs to kind of, to kind of like, to, to chill you out. And I was like, oh shit, that's, that's not the way around I wanted it. <laughs> um, and so they actually had to do this. Yeah, it was an injection, and it was very hard to tell. I couldn't tell whether it was kind of kind of into the muscle just below my eye or into my actual eye because it's like because that's all very kind of close together in your body it's hard, it's hard to tell um whichever one it was it really hurt <laughs> um uh, and uh, uh you know <laughs> would not recommend <laughs> naught out of ten um but it was fine yeah it was it was okay they put the drugs in it was cool and yeah whatever it's a very peculiar experience um having eye surgery done to you um kind of when you're uh, conscious because um, they almost have kind of control of what you can see and so kind of like um, these crazy kind of patterns and swirls and things uh, going on um, and because you couldn't yeah you sort of couldn't you like you couldn't see the room or could see them doing surgery and you could just see these crazy sort of swirly swirly things going on it was mad <laughs> and actually I had a second lot of surgery um, that was because when in the first lot they they took the okay <laughs> be prepared to turn off if you know I've already talked about injections so kind of if you got this far but you know this is a bit gross 
Um, so there was cataract, and so they had to kind of like see below the cataract to see what was happening on the retina. So they actually took the cataract off, which involves taking off the lens, um, and then and then your eyes naturally fills with it's called vitriol fluid, vitreous fluid, um, and obviously that was kind of in, in the way. So they had to get rid of that and then get to the the retina and then do the surgery to, I don't know, with a staple gun or whatever it is. Um, but that meant that kind of like my eye, they, it was filled with nothing. So they filled it with like inert kind of oil. Uh, and then they, they made me with a little machine, um, a new lens out of plastic and put that on top instead of my normal lens. So my actual, my actual eye and friends have told me that kind of, it looks a lot clearer than it used to because of this new lens on the front which is like lovely and clear um so that's that's good <laughs> um and yes and so, so it meant that there was a ses- second operation that um that they they had to take the oil out because the idea is your body you know you don't just have foreign objects in your body including oil uh, and so they took the oil out and they put in um gas and the gas kind of gradually dissipates and then your vitreal fluid replaces it are you bored yet <laughs> i haven't even got on to <laughs> talking about my white cane stuff yet um so yes that surgery was actually kind of better than the first lot because somehow the guy doing the anesthetic was like more of a pro and he put the injection in it, i couldn't feel a thing and i'm so kind of like confused about how one was like kind of agony and the other one didn't feel at all it's, it's strange yeah really strange but yes the point of this, this this whole bit is to say that after having two operations on my eye, my sight has got a lot. Oh man, well, has got relatively worse. It's hard to tell exactly how how bad it is because because I needed to keep reminding myself that it was quite bad to begin with. So you know, me saying it was okay doesn't really mean anything. Okay, I'm drinking beer. Hmm. The guy said RPA. I'm not quite sure what RPA is. Tasty. Um, okay, yes. So, all that means is that um, my sight's got worse, and I've not, I've not quite um, realised. Well, yeah, not quite realised that yet. I suppose I'm not, I'm not quite sure. It's it's hard to. Um, it. I still think that I could just go and do stuff, and. You know, and most of the time I just do, but there are more and more things now which I'm like, ah, oh, this is just a pain in the ass. And for example, this morning um, I needed to get some cash out. Now I haven't got cash out for probably three years <laughs> uh, from a cash machine. I mean, so many places now take card, and it's 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 on my phone, and you know, I just haven't used cash, so I haven't got cash out for ages. So I went to a cash point today, and the closest one to my house is just like on a corner shop, so it's kind of it's not like part of the bank um and it had this kind of like really dingy screen just covered in crud and crap and then i typed my pin in and i think it was expecting me to kind of type in enter like press the enter button but on that particular machine that it wasn't that there was some writing above some of the keys and i'm prob- probably sure what the one that probably did say enter but kind of it wasn't clear and there was bobbly things but none of the bobbly things kind of like made any like tactile sense and so i was just furious the kind of like I had to kind of just like just take my card back and just like go stomping up actually into town. I suppose I was going to town anyway, but um, I 
ended up actually at my bank. And at my bank, the, the cash machine is, has got a great big color screen, like a big iPad. Um, and it's this, the buttons beside it are like red, green, and yellow to kind of denote what to, you know, what they do. So that was just so much better. Because, I, I don't know, I was just, for a sec, for a brief second, I was just so like pissed off and upset that kind of that, it, that I'd had to just be defeated by <laughs> be defeated by a cash machine and I just thought for the love of and then I was thinking what could make it better I, and I couldn't couldn't quite work out what it was that went wrong but yes seeing my cash machine at my bank I thought oh they could just make the, color, the buttons different colours and that would be so much better but yeah and so that got me thinking about um, being visually impaired and having a cane and stuff and stuff um so I've been so so up until a couple of years ago, I did I did have a long you know I've had a long game probably since college but didn't really use it. Um, but then about maybe about a year ago, I had I had some more long game long long game <laughs> long game training, um, and now I had to make long game every, everywhere, and it was quite good to have because the the cane training was actually kind of a refresher course of one I had four or five years ago, so it was kind of good to 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 um, be refreshed. And um, I don't know. There's something about carrying a long cane. Um, it does feel quite alien, I suppose. I'm not sure if that's a word. It, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like a well. A, I find I find it I find it kind of embarrassing. It, I think I think I look stupid. <laughs> um, and then B, um, people act differently. I think if I had a dog, um, which I have considered, people would, would might act more friendlyly and less scared. I don't even, not quite sure. Uh, but having a dog is a big, is well, it's probably a whole other, whole other podcast because I have gone down that road and had and had and had a look at it. And I think at the time it, it wasn't right for me. And I think probably still isn't right for me, especially because I have rabbits. Um, but yes. Where's the, what's the point of the story? <laughs> I don't know. The point of the story is I'm probably still coming to terms with with uh, readjusting to uh, how things are. And I think it doesn't help that we've been through lockdown and that my uh, uh, the, the, the people, I, the council I work for now, still have a lot of us working from home. And so kind of it's been hard to tell because when you're, when you're at home and you're in a really familiar environment, you don't, you don't look at stuff very carefully. And... And there's no there's no no dong dong distances <laughs> there's no long distances to really compare against, um, and because you're because you know it all because you know that that space very well you don't kind of um, you know it's it's hard to kind of judge how bad my eyesight's getting because because it's because you could pretty much have your eyes closed the whole time and it would be you know, it would kind of be fine, um, and so it's only when I've gone out. You know, into the office and gone to people's houses and stuff. I kind of really realised that um, it is different, and it's you know, and things are more hard work. So, yeah, the put that point is that kind of that lockdown and working from home has just made it harder to judge what actually happened. Okay, um, yeah, I think that might be it for now, really. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. And I suppose just the last point really is that kind of people act very peculiarly when you have a long cane. Um, sometimes it's really weird, and sometimes it's 
really nice so <laughs> these are my examples <laughs> so I was at oh, I don't know one of the, a train station somewhere um, and there were some steps coming up and a lady just just a random lady said to me because I had my cane she said oh um, are you okay I said yeah fine she, she said you know there are steps coming up and I said yeah that's that's, you know, that's fine um, and she says then she said something like well I was just trying to be helpful and I was like yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's fine kind of you know thanks and then she kind of like huffed off and somehow I had pissed her off I'd, I'd, <laughs> by not and, and actually something like that I'll give you two, two examples I guess something like that happened at a different translation um, a few weeks before that and some guy I was looking at the, the boards um, in, in that culture you know it was a culture the, 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 they've got they've got a great big screen so in which you could get up really close to because it's kind of, it's kind of like um, in a little corridor like underpass so you can get really close to it and so I was at it with my nose on the screen looking at the things and he, the guy said to me do you want any help and just as he was saying do you want any help I'd found the train I was looking for and where it was going to and what platform it was so it was you know so I was I was good um, and so I said to him no it's fine mate I know, I know, you know, I know what I'm doing and he went something like if you don't want my help don't ask for it and I was like Fuck! I, I didn't ask. For, you know, I didn't say that. But I thought. I thought. I, you know, I don't know why people would get pissed off for you not wanting their help. <laughs> it's really weird. It's really weird. I don't know. Um, and that just makes everything weirder because kind of like you never know how people are going to react and you never know what they're going to say. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, and and the posit- and uh, but the good you know, and the good stuff is exactly what happened today. Just just literally just now. I'm. I'm at the, the artilleryman in 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 Colchester, which is my local. I, my, I must come here more because it's a it's a great pub and it's got a beer garden and it does local ale and it's it's just good. And it's a proper kind of town pub. It's really it's always pretty vibrant and it's just it's just good. Um, and and I, I actually used to come here kind of fairly regularly, regularly enough to the point where I came in oh, a couple of years ago, and just as I came through the door, the lady on the bar took me took a glass down and said the usual love, and I was like. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, that that didn't happen today. But what what did happen uh, was the barman. Uh, as I think he's the guy that actually kind of owns the place. Um, he saw me and I had my stick, and he said, all "Right, mate." I was all right, and he said, "I'll be with you in a minute." And he went off and served people and did some stuff. And then he came back and you know, what do you want? I have a beer. Da da da. Um, and I said to him, "Kind of, is your little beer garden open?" Because I think you know, it's winter. You know, it's October now, so it could be closed. There could be locked doors. And I couldn't quite remember where where to go. To, to get to it and he said oh yeah he said I'll, I'll show you where to go from. I was like oh thanks that's, that's really kind um, and so kind of like he he set, he pulled my beer took my cash and then came around the front of the bar and then just kind of he, he took my beer and pointed me in the right direction and there's some steps here as well and actually I came out a different door to the one I thought I was going to do so it's, you know, it's good um, and he just took my pint and you know, it was all just it, it it didn't matter, you know. It didn't matter. It was just totally natural. Where it could have been, you know, it could have been a, a, a you know, a big deal, and it, and it and it wasn't. And it was lovely, and he was great. And, and so, kind of, I don't know. Just just the difference that people can make is is so stark. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I thought I would just have a kind of a bit of a rambly chat about being visually impaired because I don't talk about it very often, and I'd barely even think about it. And so, kind of, just a put it down here, put a line in the sand, is what I'm doing. Okay, that's it. Love to you all. Have a lovely, um, whatever it's called, afternoon. Speak soon. Bye.